All right, welcome to the show. This is Defining Truth. I'm Josiah O'Neill. I'm here with Brandon Jones. Hey, so episode one, we just wanted to give you a quick background and uh, sort of who we are, what we're doing, etc. So my name's Josiah O'Neill. I grew up in Mexico. My parents were missionaries down there and uh, moved down there when I was about three months old after I was born here in the U.S. So I don't remember living here much before that, obviously. Went to school in Spanish uh, most of my life. Uh, about halfway through that time, my parents moved to Ecuador, uh, still as missionaries, where I finished off high school. I graduated early when I was 15, um, and I moved to the United States, started going to college here, and then Global War on Terror broke out, and I felt the call, as many young guys did. I went off and I joined the U.S. Army. So I dropped out of college at that time, joined the Army as a combat medic. I was assigned a 3rd Infantry Division, and we deployed for OIF-3, Operation Iraqi Freedom-3, all of 2005, and we got into it. So it was a rough year. Go into details on that, some other, some other podcast and story. Made it home by the grace of God. Played around as a civilian for a little bit and ended up going back as a private military contractor and redeploying multiple times back to Iraq. I met my beautiful wife, Lindsay, during that time, and we got, no, sorry, I met her before. We got married during that time, and I realized I didn't want to spend the rest of my life in the Middle East, so I came home. Uh, eventually, I joined the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, where I was a deputy for a little bit, then I jumped over to a city police department in Southern California where I worked for a few years. Uh, during that time, I put myself through school, got a bachelor's degree, and eventually applied and was accepted to the U.S. State Department as a special agent with the Diplomatic Security Service. Now, at DSS, we did all kinds of stuff. I wasn't there for too long, about four years. Um, I worked a variety of things from federal investigations and cases did a short stint back to CENTCOM overseas, worked a lot of protective um, operations and whatnot. Now fast forward to 2019, we end up deciding that due to the untimely death of my father, I wanted to move back. Lindsay and I both wanted to come back to the West Coast and live near, closer to family. So I left Department of State and I was hired by the San Diego Sheriff's Department where I worked patrol and got to do some stuff on a temporary basis there and investigations. Um, had a great time, loved the department. But I really couldn't let go of the geopolitical stuff and the culture war and really wanted to speak my mind. In 2021, I ran for Congress, and uh, that's actually where I met the fine Mr. Brandon Jones here. Yeah, 2022, by the way, not 2021. 20, uh, well, I decided to. In 2021, we geared up to run in 2022. I didn't advance past the primary. So right right when uh, that was sort of wrapping, we had a big decision to make, and I didn't necessarily want to just check out and go back to work for the government. I had, uh, you know, in my brief intro here, you realize that I've worked in several different agencies, jumped around a lot. Um, and so we had the opportunity to launch Defining Truth, this nonprofit, with I guess the main purpose of really speaking for those who can't, we wanted to clearly define truth in a culture that is oftentimes confused and sort of lost in the sauce about 
everything. So we started working on a book. I actually just finished uh, my book, self-titled Defining Truth. And um, we realized that we had a lot to say. We had a lot to comment on current affairs, geopolitical stuff, all the stuff you see in the news. And I wanted to bring a unique perspective, that of being in public service for almost 20 years of my life, uh, being the sort of on-the-ground guy. And really, you know, when you're in that type of job, you don't get to really speak your mind a lot. Um, and I understand that. But now that I've untethered from the public service life, uh, we're bringing it to you raw and live here at Defining Truth. And um, I guess our, our real difference here is we as Christians, I like to bring a Christian Judaic perspective to everything that we're commenting on. That's very important to me as a man, as an American. Um, and I think a lot of young men, especially and young women, need that sort of guidance and that wisdom that the world is lacking. There's a lot of smart people. There's a lot of smart people on the left. Not a lot of wise people. And uh, we believe that because wisdom comes from the fear of God, as the Bible says. So that's what we're doing here at Defining Truth. We're going to take a look at the news. We're going to comment. We look forward to having some very interesting guests coming up. We'll talk about a variety of things from, as I mentioned, the news, but also big events in the past, like the withdrawal in Afghanistan that I happen to have a small part of. Um, lots to say about investigations in narcotics and fentanyl and things like that from my time in law enforcement. Um, and the list goes on and on. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into it. Welcome to the uh, Defining Truth podcast. On, uh, we're recording on Monday, February 20th, 2023. Going to talk about a couple things today, uh, ranging from Don Lemon and when he seems to think that a woman is in her prime. Apparently he's an expert. Wow. To uh, the first ever counselor, or as I like to say, czar for equity, mm. appointed by... Love that. President Joe Biden and his Department of Commerce. Well, somebody, somebody did. Yeah. I don't know if Joe knows what's presumably knows what's Joe going Biden. On. Uh, but we'll just go ahead. And we'll we'll dive into that in a second, and then uh, we're going to talk about balloons. Uh, hot talk book over the last couple of weeks. All of a sudden, there seems dangerous to be ones. Dangerous ones. Yes, uh, seems to be balloons everywhere. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and and talk a little bit about that in in the history of uh, aerial warfare. As it relates to balloons, but let's uh, let's hop into this Don Lemon thing. Let's go ahead and just run a clip real quick uh, to give everybody some background. Yeah. So if you didn't know, Don Lemon has a show on some news station, and he said he's talking about Nikki Haley, and he said something to the effect of, "Women aren't in their prime past their twenties or thirties." And <laughs> I don't know where he was going with that, but his female co-host immediately jumped on him and was like, "What do you mean by that?" And um, I don't really care too much about this. Don Lemon is boring, but since it's all over the news, let's touch base on it real quick and let's roll the clip so people can hear if you didn't hear it. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley is in her prime. Sorry. <laughs> when a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? What are you talking uh, about? It depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look just it Google. up, it'll, if, you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say, 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily... 40s, oh, I got another I'm not I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, well, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for, like, child-bearing? Or are you talking about prime for being president? Oh, 
Oh, boy. <laughs> What's funny is that was supposed to be CNN's hit piece on Nikki Haley, who said she believes that mental competency tests are due for those 75 or older. Which, I mean, if you've, if you've, if you've seen any sec- second of Joe Biden on the news, you would agree with that. Well, and it's important, too, to, to <clears throat> note that our Constitution clearly lays out you have to be at least 35 to run for president. Ooh. So passing the prime I mean, age. Not that I think that Don. Don Lemon has ever read the Constitution of the United States. I'm sure he has not. Uh, but maybe he can learn a thing or two here at Defining Truth. All right, so that's what he said. And then the next day he wasn't on his show. And that's the end of our piece on Don Lemon. Let's move on. All right, let's talk about uh, the first ever counselor for equity appointed at Biden's Department of Mm. Commerce. Uh, The Department of Commerce this week appointed its first ever counselor for equity, a position that will work to, quote, institutionalize equity across all work streams and advise senior leadership on policy design and implementation strategies that help advance the equity agenda, end quote. Apparently, it's pretty dangerous over there at the uh, Department of Commerce. Yeah, dangerous, right? Um, One online article put it this way, that the equity position was necessary because, quote, well, I lost the quote. Where did did she say it? Oh, here we go. It added that a building building a diverse workforce, this is according to the Department of Commerce, Adding this position would make an equitable, accessible, and safe workplace. Is the Department of Commerce a dangerous place to work? Well, anybody, if you if you work there and you are in danger, call nine one one. I mean, this is this is so. Let's break this down here because, especially if you're younger, you may hear a lot of these confusing words. And here at Defining Truth, we aim to clarify truth from fiction. So let's break down real quick equity versus equality. Okay, so generally speaking, conservatives, we support equality of opportunity. We want justice and fairness for everyone. Equity is everyone gets the same result regardless of what they do. And there's nothing just or fair about that in any way, shape, or form. Okay, so here's an example. You hire two people to paint your house. You offer them the opportunity equally. One guy paints the house, does a great job, earns the wages that he's due. The other guy sleeps in his van, doesn't paint a single inch of your house. At the end of the day, the conservative perspective is you pay the guy that did the work. Good job, well done, here's your pay. The other guy compounds sand. He didn't do anything. That's individual liberty, by the way. Responsibility. Equality of outcome, the equity advisor here would come in and say, you know what, you need to take money from the guy that worked really hard and give it to the guy that stayed in his van and equally share the portion. What does that sound like? <laughs> Communism. Yeah. Absolutely. No, but I mean, in all seriousness, that, that is, and we may be oversimplifying, but that is the bottom line. And, and, and leftists have done this globally. Uh, the whole stealing from people who have more than you is immoral. It's wrong. Even from a from a Christian Judaic perspective, this is biblically wrong, right? A laborer is due his wages. You 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 do not steal from people. You do not covet. You do not take from others because they may have more than you. And look, I I could not say this any clearer. We believe in equal opportunity 
not an equal outcome. So anytime you see things like this popping up in the government, these woke government positions, you know that Marxists are behind it. There's always an ulterior motive. And here's what I mean by that. Why do I say Marxists are behind equity drives? Well, at the core of all of this is the issue of individual liberty. Either you have individuals with all the power or you have a government with all the power. You can't have both. And a quality of opportunity ensures that the liberty and the power is in the hands of the individuals based on what they decide to do with their freedom. The Marxist perspective is to consolidate power all in the hands of the government, stripping away the opportunity from the individual because the government knows better. This is inherently anti-American. It is immoral. It is wrong. And any American who believes in liberty and freedom should oppose these efforts wherever they show up. In any aspect of society, anytime somebody starts throwing the equity role, basically what it is is a woke czar that comes in and starts telling people what to do, how to do it, with the power of the government behind them. We need a lot less of this. It's evil. So that's bad. I want to read a letter real quick that somebody wrote. Uh, 1776, he said, uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, uh, and the pursuit of happiness. This is known, of course, as the uh, Declaration of Independence and probably the most famous breakup letter in the history of the world Mm. uh, penned by Thomas Jefferson to the King of England at the time. So talk a little bit about uh, how equality, not, not equity, but equality um, is prevalent and has been for, for a long time in America's culture. Um, I know you talked about biblically, but talk about it in the, from the American perspective. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, in, in today's day and age, you hear a lot of trash talking about America, our founding, et cetera. So in, in the effort to define truth, let's clarify this. The United States is by far and away the freest country to have ever existed. We are the most benevolent, the most giving, the, the, the bastions of freedom and beacons of hope. This is why, despite how much CNN trash talks our country, there are still millions of people trying to get here. Now, are we saying that there's nothing America ever did wrong? Of course not. There's always been bad people. There's leftists today. That's proof of it. What, what, what the real issue is what you've done with those problems, right? So America, for example, America didn't start slavery, but we ended it faster than any other nation in human history. Uh, we had a little thing called the Civil War where almost a million Americans died in the name of freedom. And we went on. And those Christian Judaic values fueled the civil rights movement where we fought for those equal rights to be made manifest. What we have today is Marxist who are literally throwing the civil rights movement in the garbage, causing people to hate each other, wanting people to be divided. They want you to be a victim so that you can look at your brother, your sister, your coworker, and say, I hate you, and oh, I need the government to solve all my problems. It's so wrong, it's immoral, like everything that Marxists do, because the premise of their belief is inherently anti-theist. They don't believe in individual liberty because they don't believe that individuals have that much worth. And so if you don't believe 
that anything happens before you die and nothing happens after you die, then the only thing that matters is the now and the consolidation of power in the hands of a few. That is Marxism in a nutshell. America's always stood against that, always. We've done things that no other country has ever done in the history of human beings. Look at World War II. How many countries our young warriors sacrificed, died for, and turned around and gave those nations back to the nations themselves? We didn't create an empire. We didn't stay there and plant our flag. America was different. We've done things different always. But I guess the key here is that we were different because we based this ideal, this experiment, on the Bible. The Christian Judaic God of the Bible was the foundation for the thread that holds American culture together. Now, don't take my word for it. Look at what the left attacks consistently. That's a good indication of what they believe our strengths are. The left is constantly going after the Christians, the churches, the pastors, or redefining what those values are. So what I encourage and what we believe here at Defining Truth is do not allow the enemy to define who you are. We wouldn't listen to Nazis' opinion on American soldiers in World War II, even though I'm sure there was some bad people and maybe there was an American general that did something he wasn't supposed to do. That still doesn't mean I'm going to jump ship and join the Nazis. American Marxists have attempted to do the same thing in this country where they're trying to convince you that because there's some bad aspects about history that you should all of a sudden abandon all common sense and moral fortitude and join the Marxist. Just to be clear, Marxism, leftism, the ideology that in the 20th century alone was responsible for more death, more human beings dying than all previous 19th centuries combined. It's not us that have to explain why the American dream and ideals work. It's actually up to the left to explain why they think it will work in America when it has destroyed so many cultures and societies and so many lives just in the last hundred years. The topic gets me heated. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into uh, uh, just a serious topic of uh, balloons. It's been a hot topic over the last couple of weeks, as we said. Um, balloons from different countries, namely China, uh, moving into our airspace. I want to read a tweet from uh, Joe Kent in Washington. Joe is a former congressional candidate, Republican congressional nominee for uh, Washington's 3rd District. He's a Retired Green Beret combat veteran and a Gold Star husband, uh, he tweeted, uh, It is impossible to look at the rapid implosion of critical infrastructure and not see patterns. That doesn't mean the patterns are part of a broader plan, uh, but the possibility shouldn't be dismissed. That was his tweet. He was, uh, quote, tweeted by Mike Glover, quote, From guys like Kent that specialize in the understanding of these strategies, and their indications, let's not dismiss the spikes in the pattern, end quote. Uh, so let's, let's get into that a little bit. Uh, you have extensive background in the government uh, across a number of different uh, agencies and uh, departments. So let's, let's talk a little bit about what Joe said and, and Glover's response to him. Yeah, so what I find most striking is, one, Joe Kent comes from an intelligence background as a special forces uh, warrant and. uh intelligence officer. So him and Mike Glover, also a veteran of special forces, they're, they're basically sharing a little inside info here. And they're sharing, hey guys, we recognize what's happening 
because this is warfare. We do some of the same stuff. So, you know, when, when you talk about opposition, you know, there's an acronym that is taught at the War College called DIME. It stands for Diplomatic, Information, Military, and Economic. Um, these are the factors when coordinating mission planning and execution. Uh, this is the strategy for, for the dynamic of power. And so when you think about that, diplomatic, information, military, and economic, that's obviously broader than just sending soldiers in on the ground and fighting people. Prior to any kinetic action, there's a lot of groundwork that, that happens and a lot of different agencies that get involved in that. So what I find striking about Joe's comments here is that he's looking at this, and, and I like to point out that he says, you know, hey, he's not claiming to know something 100%. Uh, that's very smart of him. And he says it doesn't mean the patterns are part of a broader plan, but here's the big caveat. The possibility shouldn't be dismissed. What we're seeing is infrastructure attacks across a wide array of different areas, right? You have grid attacks, power attacks, water, trucks overflipping, train derailments, and accompanied by unmanned aerial platforms, balloons, uh, or at least some of them, and other ones that they couldn't even identify and they went down. You know, it, it should be noted, too, that when we talk about balloons, right, these aren't just like birthday party balloons. The balloon, don't quote me on this, but I believe the, the balloon that we shot down was like 20 f stories tall, and the platform that it was carrying was as large as a passenger plane, like a 747. So a very large platform here. It's so a, It's not a hot air balloon. I mean, we're talking... No, this is a massive launch. unmanned system. And, you know, something like that is capable of uh, being outfitted by a variety of platforms. I mean, I don't know, or at least it hasn't been made public. I don't know what this particular platform, or now there seems to be a new one every other day, right? There's so many. There's a lot more, I think, than they're admitting. But w let's just say this platform this time had optics and surveillance equipment only. What's to stop them now? from doing the same thing with a weaponized platform. You could easily mount a tactical nuke, a thermobaric, um, you know, something with the purpose of an EMP in mind. Now that we just casually floated these devices across the middle America, and, and what have we done about it? Right. So, so you can stand back for a second and say, all this stuff is happening, something's going on, and here's the political angle. This is why it's important to not be led by your feelings and your emotions. See, those on the left have fully adopted emotional Marxism. They're, they're driven forward by these harebrained, emotional, ideological ideas that rarely ever coincide with reality, right? So you have, like, some of the agencies that are at the tip of the spear in regards to protecting the homeland, right? You have Department of Justice, which is supposed to uh, investigate espionage and keep foreign threats out of the you know, continental United States. You have members of the intelligence community who have been weaponized by those on the left who should be doing that abroad and keeping our enemies at bay outside the continental United States. But instead, they're investigating Republicans, uh, conservatives. They're, they're literally going after the people that love this country the most. They're going after parents who show up at school board meetings because they don't, maybe they don't want their kids indoctrinated with transgender ideology, and all of a sudden now they're labeled as domestic terrorist. This is insane. I mean, this really should make every American angry, and rightfully so, and it's wrong. Even from a biblical perspective, we know that the heart of man is desperately wicked. It's deceptive. Feelings are deceptive. 
all of you out there, whether you're a Christian or not, I want you to think about this. Imagine if you acted on the way you felt, every whim, every time. You, you, would, you would live in chaos. Our feelings go up and down. Anybody who's married knows that, right? You, you, you feel one way one second, and then you wait a little bit, and you calm down, and all of a sudden you don't feel that way. That's why we don't make decisions based on our feelings. You need to keep a level head and make rational decisions based on facts. And when you have an entire movement, an entire political movement that's based on feelings and, and lies, frankly, Marxist lies about America, about conservatives, about your neighbors, about your family, everything's confusing and gray. Well, that's how you find yourself in, in this situation where the Department of Justice, instead of investigating foreign intelligence operations in the United States, is focused on parents at school board meetings. And you find where the CIA, instead of getting a heads up on some of these platforms, is worried about collusion with Russia and Donald Trump. What a scam. What a scam. This is why these agencies have to stay out of politics. They need to stick with their job. And as a society, I believe we have a role to play in that. We should not be contributing to this woke garbage sending people to work in these agencies that inherently hate their country, they hate America, they hate the republic system. And then what do you expect when you put them in positions you know, of high importance to protect the homeland and American citizens? This is a big problem, and uh, these balloons and all this stuff you're seeing in the news is simply a physical manifestation. We are reaping what we sowed from colleges and universities, from years of indoctrinating young Americans to hate each other, to hate their country. Hate, hate, hate is all the left preaches day in and day out. Let me just say something too for the churches in America. This is why you should not be driven by sociology. You have to stay grounded in the word of God. You have to be biblical in your worldview. That is the truth the lens of truth through which you should view the world is not sociology as presented by Marxists. You, you will get lost in that. And you're seeing it right now play out in real time. Very sad. Very sad. Well, that's it for uh, today's podcast. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, defining underscore truth, uh, or visit our website at www.definingtruth.org where you can follow more of our social media links. And uh, we need support. We're a f- nonprofit 501c3 uh, looking to raise money for a, a book that Josiah has uh, authored. It's with the editors now that we're going to need funds to print. But you can do that uh, at definingtruth.org. Yeah, head over to the website. Also, don't forget to sign up for emails. It's definingtruth.org. Put your email in. We send out updates and commentary and even encouragement on uh, Christian Judaic perspectives on current events. So definitely check it out. Follow us on social media, like you said. And look, let me just say something about the support. 100%, 100% of what we raise at Defining Truth goes to operations. Not a single dime goes to pay a salary or any individual particularly. We need funds to drive this mission forward. This is a mission field, and we believe that these things are worth fighting for. We want to push more content out. Um, Brandon mentioned the book that's with editors. Very excited about this book. It is a very strong commentary 
on things that are often confused in our culture today, love, self-defense, purpose, etc. I'm very excited to share that with you guys, but if you feel like uh, you'd like to join this fight, listen, this is, make no mistake, this is a cold war. We are in a fight for the survival of our country. It's now or never. Now is the time to get involved. You cannot put your head in the sand. There's one thing I used to say a lot uh, during the congressional campaign, and it's that if you don't care about politics, you've surrendered to those who do. That is a fact. Just because you don't care or you stick your head in the sand doesn't mean that someone else isn't taking up that mantle and driving it forward. And most of the time, if you stay uninvolved, it's your opposition that gets their way. So look, not everybody can go, not everybody can run for Congress, not everybody can you know, get on the airway and speak their mind, but there's goers and there's senders. And an easy way to do that is to subscribe for the price of a cup of coffee or whatever you, know, whatever you feel like you can help out with. We encourage you to get on here and support. It helps pay for the podcasts, for the books, for us to get out there and go to war against the ideology that is seeking to dismantle the nation that God blessed. So let's bring it back and let's define truth. We'll see you guys next time.